you have those boom, 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 boom. Welcome back to A Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. And this is our action review of Rhea and the Last Dragon. Wow. Too much. Just heads up, we are going to be talking about spoilers, possibly, but we're going to take a different approach. We're going to look at action scenes. When we talk about movies, be it anime, kung fu, action, what have you, we talked about what we liked in the action aspect, martial arts, stunts, things of that nature. And we're going to start that off with Raya and the Last Dragon. Yes, I know it's an animation. I know there's other films out there. After watching this, I was pretty impressed with what they did in animation sense, with the choreography, with the action scenes, with the stunt work. It was done very well and very true to the styles I was influenced. Now, Ivan, I know you did not see this all the way through. You said you had trouble. Why was that? Is it because you're just so busy because of your other projects, your other work? Or did it not just grab your interest? Mostly the first, a uh, little bit the a ladder. Because let's just be honest, it's not a short film. It is about two hours long. Actually, it's only 95 minutes of film. The rest is credits. Oh, uh, that's a lot of credits. Exactly. So end credits is about almost 20 minutes long. Obviously, there's a reason for it. Animation, the animators. Mm -hmm all those behind the scenes, you want to give them credit and they deserve that. But yes, it's about that long of credit. I need to stop looking at the timestamp. Honestly, if you go in with the impression that this is going to be a two hour film, like I did, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot more filler, a lot more gap. And that's a subconscious thing. If I didn't do that, I probably would have been more focused on it. But yeah, my scheduling was hindering me in that I can watch it more freely and more alert. Knowing that you might as well just consider that I did not see it. <laughs> but that never stops us from having these conversations, honestly, because I get introduced to a lot of fun movies and shows by having these kind of conversations with my brother, vice versa. I introduced to him like great example. If you haven't seen our other video, Jean-Claude Van Johnson, I was pitching that for years to him and I was trying to sell it to him. And he was like in disbelief of you can't be serious. And then he watched it. And yes, I did enjoy it. So Kudos for you. But now let's go back to Raya and the Last Dragon. It debuted on Disney Plus as an exclusive on March 2021. So if you wanted to see it, you had to pay a little extra at that time. Just like if you want to see it in the movie theaters, we didn't do that. We waited to the exclusive premiere. Well, I waited because I saw the whole thing. For a 95-minute film in actuality, there's only 15 minutes of action. That's not good, but it, this is not an action film, mind you. It's a story about unity. It's a story about trusting others. It's a story of not judging a book by its cover, women empowerment, family, loyalty. That's what that movie is about, and that's where it focuses on. Great job in that, but there is some action scenes, and it takes a lot of influence, martial art-wise, from Southeast Asia. You have Muay Thai. You have Palaksalat. Krabi Kaban, and you have weapons like the Kris, you have the Kali Arnis, you have the bow staff, you have the hand-to-hand -hand combat, like I said. I saw the Eskrima sticks, I did see yes. that. And it was done very well, like, if a real person was doing it, that's what, how they would have moved. Yes, of course, there are some freedom with animation, where the character can 
do a little bit more, but here in the sense of true, they got it. They honored the movements well. And I do appreciate that being a martial artist myself. And I know you appreciate it from what you saw yourself as well. Uh, would you say it was more, because it gave me a, a tribute vibe to martial art Shaolin movies in the sense of like, you have those boom, 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 for the pacing they, of the fights. Yes, I believe they did that just for us, the audience can see the technique, can see mm -hmm. the move. Especially if you're a martial artist, a true martial artist, you would appreciate what you saw, regardless of what style you studied. True. You'll see the movements, see where they were coming from. I didn't really see it as like a dance, the way you describe it, like a boom, 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 boom. Kung Fu Panda had more of that. You have Aquafina as Sisu, who was the dragon. Kelly Marie Tran, who was in the Star Wars sequels that people gave so much hate. She played Raya and she did an awesome job. You also have here Gemma Chan. She was in Crazy Rich Asians. She was also in Captain Marvel and she's going to be in the new Marvel's Eternals. Same actress, but she's going to be playing different characters. You have Daniel Day Kim from the Lost series. He also did Hawaii Five-0, the reboot. You have Benedict Wong. You know him from Doctor Strange. Ooh. He played, yes. And you have Sandra O oh that we know from. Where do we know her from? I forget. Where do we know her from? She's in Invincible. She's Mark's mother. You know I'm bad with names. That's Sandra O. Oh. And also she was in Grey's Anatomy and she was in another show that our godmother loved, I forget right now. The wine movie, maybe wine. You also have Lucille Sung, who is in Fresh Off the Boat. And you have our boy, Alan Tudyk. I like Alan Tudyk. Yes, he's from Firefly. He does so many voiceovers. He's was in Rogue One. He was in- Big Recently, Resident Alien. And he was also in Big Hero 6, the animated series. What's kind of funny though, he played Tuk Tuk, the pet. So, he just did the growls, hysterical. Like I said, there's only 15 minutes of actual action, ranging from hand-to-hand -hand combat, one-on-one, group-on-group, escaping, infiltrating, saving the town. So I put that all together and I put down, or I tallied up in what we actually saw on screen. Because sometimes you know, there's action going on, but we don't see it because there's dialogue happening or what we see on camera is not the action, but mm. the action is happening around the characters. So I just recorded what I actually saw. I got 15 minutes out of a 95 minute film. It was really good. What did you see? Well, before you fell asleep in the sense of action, what would you remember seeing? The parts that I remember seeing were more having to do with her as a kid, which was like the first 15, 20 minutes. Did not get far when she was trying to protect the jewel from the other girl and when the people were infiltrating and stealing the jewel and it broke. That started everything. There was other parts that I woke up to, but because every time I would wake up, I would rewind it. I wouldn't consistently stay to watch. So as soon as I recognized that like I fell asleep, I would go right back to the beginning because I'm like, I don't want to miss anything. So really, I wasn't retaining what other scenes I would see. I do know like the concept of it. It's like five different kingdoms. Do you remember the kingdoms? They're all part of the dragon. So there's Fang, the Tail, Talon, Tooth. No, that's a, like 
That's the fang. I, I, I like I, I okay. Uh, Kumadra when they're all united. That's where the father wanted to happen. And it was kind of cool because he did that also through food. How do you get people together? Through meals and the opening, which is the great unifier. And so we see that and he brings that, which is interesting because that's one of the writers love is food. But what we have here is the five parts of the dragon, tail, spine, fang, heart, and spine. Wait, you said spine twice. I did. Yeah, you did. Okay. So what we have here, we have five parts of the dragon. Tail, fang, talon, and you're saying heart, heart and spine. spine. That's the five. <laughs> That's the five. See, it's I not that easy. <laughs> but those are the five. Raya, as we see in the beginning, she becomes the new protector of the stone that protects them from the drone. The drone is like the dark entity. And just spreads and multiplies. Think of Mona. It's a similar concept. You have something that's spreading over. It's instead of decaying, it's petrifying everything that it touches, but it spreads as it goes. I do find it interesting until like, the, at, well, you didn't see it, but at the end is done differently. When people get captured by these drones, they go into a, like a prayer offering position where their hands are out cupped i did notice that and then at the end is done differently because they sacrifice themselves because they're trusting one person to do it to do what needs mm -hmm. to be done they give it to namari who is the one that actually portrays raya in the beginning there's feud of there of course and that portrayal that namari did end up having the stone break and separate yeah. and so now each clan has a piece of the stone that was unifying and protecting the towns from the drone. So I would say this. Uh, so to piggyback on what you're bringing up about the stones and the towns, I do remember they were saying that the reason why everybody is kind of like jealous of Rhea and her father is because they believe that they are given uh, special abilities and skills because they housed the stone and they protect it was not true and that's what led to everybody wanting to take a piece once it broke additionally when they do the explanation of everything two parts i liked was it kind of reminded me of hercules the animated movie when they were doing the art style to re-explain everything it's slightly different of course but it just gave me that kind of feeling less musical when they introduced the nations each nation seems to have and you touched on this their own fighting technique and style just like japan and china has their own style thailand mm -hmm. and the philippines has their own style even though there are similarities there are differences but this is mainly though from southeast asia the influences of martial arts culture and style so you're looking at indonesia thailand the philippines so those countries are the influence for this film so it's not like Mulan, where it's all in China and Mongolia. Anyway, by the end, they gather together and they sacrifice themselves to the drones as a unit, as a family, through this bonding experience they went through trying to get the stones. Because it's first Raya, and then she meets other characters. Again, you didn't see that part, did you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I see that she uh, meets other characters. This movie, it's not just about one thing. It enwraps so many aspects and that's just part of it of bonding of friendship trust 
family, even though they're not blood and coming together for a greater good. And then you have the action that ensued. Now, you just saw the pretty much the opening scene where she was a, a girl being anointed or write a passage to be the protector of the stone. I definitely saw that. That was a nice intro to show us what to expect in the action aspect. You have her wielding the Arnis, the, the Skrima. You have the father who was the protector. He had a kris that could change into whip. As a kris is a curved sword, he could transform or transition into a steel whip, similar to one of the characters of Soul Calibur. Was it Victoria? Or Vanessa so. or something? I started with a V. I'm not sure if they got that influence or they thought it would just be cool that they can make the, the case do that movement, mm -hmm. which was really good because it came to be very useful throughout the film. For me, I, I did like that, the opening scene. It showed how well the choreography was done. It showed the animators and choreographers knew their stuff. And it showed that this is not your weak princess. She was raised with a purpose done with love and care, but still she was aware of what she had to do or what needs to be done. And unfortunately, as we saw, she's still a kid. She's still trusting and that trust betrayed her, but also that trust saved the city and saved the people. At the end. So it was like a full circle thing, not just for Raya, but also for Namari, because she was the one that portrayed Raya, but also honored what needed to be done. So that was good. For me, one of my favorite scenes is when Namari and Raya face off. Actually, they face off three times. It's the, the second one. And it's from weapon to hand to hand. And I just liked put Namari in hand to hand. She went right into Mutai. And that was done very well with her strikes of the elbows. And I like that. I like the intensity. You see Raya who has to face her nemesis, Namari. See how it was like very challenging for her because she has this anger, not at Namari, but at herself for trusting someone and then being betrayed by that person. And I also like the last scene too, the last time they fight. Now Namari has double daggers where Raya has her crease and you see Raya going for broke. She knows her purpose. She is fighting with intent, not just protecting, not just out of anger. Even though she is angry, she blames Namari for what happened to Sisu, even though Raya is also responsible. Because at the end, or towards the end, Raya and Namari connect because Namari has, or her mother, has the last piece of stone that needs to unify the stone together to help protect the town and save the people who turned into stone. Namari comes out and does a switcheroo again and wants the stones for herself. And what happens is that she pulls the, the bow and arrow on Sisu, the dragon, and Maya, thinking that she can protect Sisu, actually redirects the bow and it hits Sisu in the chest. She falls into the water and then stuff goes dark because what was protecting the people for the most part was water. The Druids did not like water. And when the last dragon when I say that phrase, I always think of the Barry Gordon's The Last Dragon. Absolutely. <laughs> right? The water starts to dissipate. And now the Druids are now able to go into town and take more people just to turn them more into stone. That's where Maya just loses it. She's now fighting out of vengeance. She has nothing else to lose. And that scene right there is pretty damn good. And I'm very happy with that. 
in a way that how they honored the Southeast Asian culture, how they were true to the moves. This staff that made this film was heavily of Asian descent, fight choreographer, story lead. All of those people were of Asian descent. Of course, you have the animators. They wanted to bring as much as they could of their culture into this film. And I think they've done it successfully with the food aspect, the clothing, the martial arts. After watching this film, I did do some behind the scenes stuff because you can do that on Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus does a great job of giving us behind the scenes stuff, the gag reels, deleted stories. So for those who are watching this, make sure if you're into that, you check it out. One of the behind the scenes stories was that this was pretty much done during COVID, which means no one was really in an office working together. Everything was done remotely. The actors did the lines in their bedroom, in their closet, or they made a tent to help block off any outside noise. Sometimes that they're doing it, you'll hear a bird chirp, so they have to stop, or you hear a garbage truck coming by. You have animators. They had about, it's like six to 900 animators working remotely. You had the fight choreographer who was a female and she had her stunt people. And at first I thought that's like, that's weird. Well, I was like, well, I was like, I was like, that's like, hello, there's female fighters. Of course there'll be female stunt people. That was my ignorance. I mean, it makes sense for the body proportion and like the, the flow, the techniques. Right. It'll be, it'll be just a little bit different because guys sometimes tend to be like strong and, and use brute force where women will find other means. Yes. Not that women can't be strong. And there are a lot of strong women fighters out there, but there are certain ways that women move differently than men. And you have a female fight choreographer and she was doing it remotely too. So she'll film it and send the animators what she did. And that's just in one aspect, she'll do the, the hero part and then she'll do the villain part. Then they'll get together open space indoors, if that makes any sense. And they'll show the two together. So they have the movements. When I saw that, I was blown away on how well and how knowledgeable they were on this. As for a person who trained in martial arts for over 30 years, I was blown away and appreciative of what they did. Now, since we went over and we can't really talk so much more about this because someone fell asleep. Yeah, it's my fault. Let's give ratings. Now, based only on the action sequence, our ratings are different than say the standard people usually give numbers or letter grades or a thumbs up, thumbs down. Here we do ready for purchase, buy it off the rack as soon as it comes out. Clearance, you want it, but you wait for the price to go down significantly. Multi-fund, seeing as many times as you want, whenever it's on, one and done. Where it's like, you saw it, I'm good. I don't need to see it again. And then there's waste of time where you wish that this movie was never made, that you never had to see this in the first place. That's our rating. Since I'm the only one that saw it, this is multi-fund for me. The reason why this is not ready for purchase or clearance is that I have Disney Plus. Disney Plus gives me the stuff I like the behind the scenes, the gag reels, the deleted scenes, extended scenes, all of that I can see on Disney Plus. I don't know any other streaming service that does that. Disney Plus does. Good question. And seeing the movie, when it first came out, would you have been comfortable for it to have been like ready for purchase or like a clearance? If it wasn't on Disney, 
if it wasn't on Disney Plus. If this wasn't on their streaming service, I would say Clearance. And this is a good film for those of South Asian descent. This is done very well. I understood the culture a little bit more. Yeah, granted, there's some stuff missing, but they they took some parts that it's known for. I did like that. And I liked it that it wasn't your traditional Asian film of say just Japan or China or Korea. There's other aspects of Asia and they took that. I, I got the vibe early on that they were taking the same concept that Avatar had, Last Airbender, where you had like your four nations yes. and they, each nation is divided into their own techniques. They have yes. their own style and their own looks. And they, granted, there's like five nations out of this, but that's why I gathered pretty early on and mm -hmm. they did a pretty decent job explaining that. I only watched a trailer once, wasn't interested in watching it until my brother's like, you should watch this, let's just do a review. Sadly, I couldn't do it, but like, I'm interested in watching it more talking to him than I was with the trailer because A, number one, Disney did Mulan. They did both. Uh, yeah, I was talking about the live action. And, but I remember they did the animated, but then they did Mulan too. So mixed emotions. Uh <laughs> I can watch animation Mulan several times where the live action one, I'm sorry, no. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. But just to keep us on track of Raya, the reason I asked it in case you didn't have Disney Plus is because we may have people that are out there that don't have Disney Plus. True. I mean, granted, I'm going to watch it at one point. <laughs> From the sound of it, it sounds like it's going to be a multi-fun experience. Well, you had multi-tries. And that's nothing against the movie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be 100%. Oh, it yeah. wasn't multi-tries because of the movie. It was multi-tries because of just life and nature finds a way to slow you down sometimes. So that's not on the movie. I, if it was on the movie, I'll be the first one to say, yeah, it's just that boring. Malbaez. But I am definitely going to check this movie out. Okay, guys. So that is our action movie review of Raya and the Last Dragon. Please let us know what you think about it. If you saw it, what was your favorite scene? I am Angel. I'm Adon. This has been the Tales of Two Bros. Until next time, it will be the next time.